Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Rise, a science-based app that makes it easy to improve your sleep and daily energy. Go to risescience.com slash TMS. And download the Rise app today and try it for free for seven days. Coming up on TMS, we haven't had a solid bee sting in years. It's not called Ulu. We asked for more fish cheeks, but they didn't have any more fish cheeks. Leave the grape nuts. Take the cannoli. Don't bother me when I'm dead. I don't like bull testes. Are you in? My foam is now fully erect. Lisa, can I borrow your phone? <laughs> She's a small part of the game with two huge parts. Nothing but the nut. Take that, chicken. Efforts. Heart of hearts and glutes. Sorry, guts of guts. A very less quiet place, too. Opening a brothel with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Let's use some very special photography to compress the whole job of preparing a meal into a few seconds of time. It is another rainy day today in Pennsylvania. <laughs> This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back or two for the first time. TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Nibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Welcome to a brand new month. A new month. That's right. Get in there, people who've never done a Patreon before, and throw us a buck because it's a new month and it's time. Your your life has come to this. You've come to this crossroads, and you have a choice now. <laughs> Make right. the right ones. All I'm saying. Make the right choice. Make the right decisions. That's right. Yes. Don't don't go astray. Hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. Good to be back. We were here yesterday, but uh, it was a holiday, so we played video games with our mm-hmm. with our listeners, and that was nice. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Sometimes that's all you need to do, right? Just uh, just yep. play video games. Yeah, oh. do that. Sometimes you just need to do it. So we hope you had a lovely Memorial Day. I went and uh, visited uh, my dad's grave. Uh, we we don't always do that. He was, he was actually kind of opposed to it. Like, when I'm gone, don't come visit me. I hate that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> he really did. He didn't like it. Doesn't really? like the oh, pomp and the circumstance wow. of all that stuff. He's like, it's just a, you know, it's just a body anyway, or in his case, ashes. So it's like not even that big a deal in his mind. So he was always like not that much for it. But my daughter's like, we should go, dad. We should go. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, let's do it. So we went out there. Well, it's not for him anyway. It's for you guys. That's right. It's for us. So we went yeah. out there. It was a beautiful day. We actually went on Sunday because we knew it would be a little crazy on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we went Sunday, and there were still a lot of people that 
place. Uh, just hard to get in and out of there. But sure. Anyway, there's stuff everywhere, and we, and of course, Van, you know, two years old, never seen a place like this before. He thinks, mm. uh, like all smart, normal children should, that it's uh, it's cement hopscotch when you go to the yep, yep place. <laughs> and you know what? He has no idea what lurks be uh, six feet down from That's where right. he's standing. He has no idea. Now, when I was young, my mom would go, "Get off the graves." Don't stand on the yeah. when I was real yeah. little, right? She'd get all upset. Yeah. My dad would go, "Oh, what's the big deal? They're dead. They don't care." That's that was his answer. <laughs> so in this case, I didn't say anything. I'm like, "Go for it, kid. Enjoy it while you're two, because yeah. you know, soon enough you'll figure it out, and you'll have all the the feelings of you know reverence around graves, and you won't stand on them automatically when you're an adult. But when you're a little kid, you're two years old. Just whatever. Go ahead. Nobody cares yeah. unless there's people there." Like gathered around a gravestone, all you yes, know. yeah. You don't want to be on that one <laughs> or any of the ones nearby, right? But uh, it was a yeah. weird experience because I've got video of Nick when he was three, and we were visiting uh, his same grandpa's grave mm-hmm. site three years after his death. Uh, and there was a gravestone with a motorcycle on it, and him asking me. I have video of him asking me, "What's this for?" or "What does this mean?" and mm-hmm. in his little voice, and I said. Oh, well, that's somebody who probably was really into motorcycles. And uh, he goes, really? And do you, you know, he had all these questions. And I have this video yeah. of that. Well, that's all great and everything. But yesterday, or su- uh, Sunday, we're there, and I see that same exact grave with that with that motorcycle on it. Oh, wow. Okay. That was weird. That was a weird feeling. Yeah. 20 yeah, something years later. And uh, so I sent that video to guess, Nick. And- guess, guess which one of you is getting older, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and to make it worse, motorcycle guy was born a month before me. So, oh, really? Oh, jeez. He, he died at like twenty nine or something. And uh, wow, yeah, jeez. I don't know what happened. Maybe motorcycle related. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe he died how he lived. He may <laughs> on the edge and on a bike. Maybe he died doing what he did best. Yeah, or something. whatever what, the phrase is. <laughs> doing what he loves, speeding in a motorcycle. Uh, anyway, it was uh, it was fine. It was nice. It was lovely. Beautiful weather. Seventy two degrees. Just perfect. A little breeze. Like you wow. couldn't ask for more. It's a little. It was hotter yesterday and today. It's going to be like eighty five. Going to be seven, yeah. uh, ninety seven at the end of this week. Oh my god, we had we had garbage weather over the weekend. I couldn't ride uh, Sunday or yesterday. I was able to get in a quick ride Saturday right after film sack, but um, uh, and then the rain came in and the rain did not stop for the rest of Saturday, all of Sunday, and all of yesterday. But today today we're getting good weather so right after the show i'm going on another bike ride it's nice look at you prepping <laughs> gotta for get those thing. rides in yeah when how far are we now we're not that far we are uh let's see 25 days away it's the 26th of this month so um uh there you go yep time to lather up <laughs> lather up your crotch with some banana butter and uh go go to town <laughs> all right exactly or whatever yes. that is um all right so that's, <laughs> no bananas are harmed in making no, everything everything is fine so the other thing that happened is uh, uh, you know, my kids aren't allergic or anything, neither am I. But we haven't had a, a good bee sting in the family for years. Mm. It's been a long okay. time since we've had just a Ooh. solid bee sting. And uh, <laughs> darn, darn that that record just got broken. <laughs> I think it may have been me. The last one was me. I got dive bombed in like 2003 or four. Mm. Got mm. stung on the shoulder or head or something. I don't remember. Mm. Um. Other than that, been pretty good. And the kids before that, maybe Nick, when he was real little, smashed a bee and then it stung him or something. I can't remember what mm. happened. Yesterday, Carter's out in the yard uh, hunting down something with the dog. I don't know, looking for a toy or whatever. And uh, stepped on something. She wasn't sure what it was. 
and uh, suddenly felt horrible pain in her foot, lifted it up, and there was a bee, there was a bee on the ground dying, writhing in pain because she'd stepped on it and yeah. left the little stinger in her foot. Now, I had heard that bee sting, the stinger that's left in your body mm-hmm. is still moving and pumping juice into you, but I'd never seen it because all the bee stings I've ever had, they, pull, they pulled out. <laughs> they pulled out at the last second, <laughs> uh, and they and they, and so it didn't stay in there. But in her case, the stinger's in her foot, oh. and you got up close. I took video of this, and it's just going. I saw. Like yeah, it's alive. I saw the video of that thing like still moving. It's like, oh my god, that's so. Bizarre. It was like it was alive, Brian. It was like the freakiest thing I've ever seen. But oh. I guess that's normal. <laughs> I guess that's a thing. I just never heard of it before, and she's yeah. fine. No reaction. Good. Uh, a little redness, no big deal. So. Tina's Tina's allergic. We uh, in California, we were out jet skiing with my uncle, yeah. and uh, we're standing in the water. He's got the jet ski, but we're just kind of standing in the the ocean. And um, there's a bee kind of floating in the water. I'm like, oh, watch out, Tina. There's a you know dead bee kind of last legs, right? Like it's basically it's it's getting breathing its last uh, yeah <laughs> moments of life. And uh, she's like, oh, and she, you know, wash, washes it away or pushes it away with her hands. And then uh, we're not paying attention, watching the jet skiing. This thing got up again close to her, stung her, and then died. Just oh. like basically, I must sting <laughs> someone. Stung her and, uh, um, yeah, we're California, Leninade. I thought I said that at the beginning of all this. Uh, and, and, and then we found out surprisingly she wasn't super allergic before but boy she is allergic now not not closing up her breathing allergic but um uh but big big red welt all over that all over that area see that sounds like kim's uh sushi seaweed problem because the first time a little bit no big deal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. second time worse third time real bad fourth time that's when she decided to stop eating it because it was just getting worse every time she'd try it so she may have one of those where every time you get stung it gets worse it just increases yeah yeah i think that's a thing uh i've heard that before about allergies or allergic reactions but that's a bummer uh, you know it is a bummer. I, as much as i'm glad i'm not allergic to bees i still don't want to get stung by one you know no no for sure i have a mental allergy towards bees <laughs> you know that was the same uh trip that um so we tina and i got on the jet ski and we went way out to some buoys where some seals were floating you were know, just sitting on these buoys floating around yeah. and um because we were doing some water skiing from the back we had a flag jammed in one of the uh watertight ports that's on the boat that you like open with a little latch but because the flag is slightly longer than the port or the the uh, the little bay yeah um it pushes the door open a little bit inside that was my iphone inside a plastic bag and so we get out there uh to see the seals and i open up that port we pull the flag out so it doesn't fall in the water and then i pull out the ziploc bag with my phone in it (laughs) and the bag itself is full of water (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and my phone is sitting in there like, well, that's not good. Oh, that so we, sucks. sucks. We took it home. We put it in rice. That doesn't work. No. And then the next day we went to uh, uh, the Grove, Orange County Grove. Not Orange County Grove. Some some Santa Barbara or Pasadena Grove Apple store, and I bought a new iPhone. 
And this was back before they were waterproof to some waterproof. level. Waterproof, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the, the current one would have been totally fine with that. It was, I mean, it was submerged, but it was, um, well, I don't know. I don't know. It was, pretty, it was pretty, I guess it wasn't deep, right? That's yeah. the thing, right? Their IP or I3 FV, whatever it is, certified so you can go. Right. I don't know if it's also a thing where if you let it soak for too long, that's a problem. Or not? I feel like I feel like that would be a problem, right? <laughs> it seems like a problem. Yeah, like to yeah. me, to I mean, me, slightly, yeah. you know, submerged for a minute, uh, <laughs> not five feet deep, you're going to be okay. Yeah. But soaking in a bag of water, maybe not so much. The, maybe rice, that's not the, the rice thing, um, the rice thing worked for me for a USB stick and a mm. what was the other thing? Maybe it'll watch or something. I don't remember. We we had a couple of things that worked, but they were never soaking in anything. It was almost like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you dip it real quick, quick toilet drop, ah, take it, put it yeah. in the thing, mm-hmm. let it let it you know soak up moisture. But if it's just been like soaking in it, you're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. like an iPhone. Yeah, this 4. was like a, this is like three or four or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, those things were just you know holes everywhere. We we've yep. come a long way. <laughs> that we have. Yep. What's that old smoking thing where you well, you've come a long way? You've baby. come a long way, baby. Now baby. smoke a Virginia Slim. That's right. <laughs> you hey, earned it. That reminds me. I don't have a picture here to show everybody, but while we were in Midway, there was like a local freebie paper. You know, there's always like a little paper. Oh yeah, right. The little sure whatever rag. it's called. Mm-hmm. Sure, ours is called City Weekly, I think, and it's actually not bad. They have a lot of cool SLC mm-hmm. stuff and bands and you know movie festivals when- and all that. When uh, pot finally arrives in Salt Lake City, that uh, that newspaper will become two thirds marijuana dispensary ads. Guaranteed, just like, guaranteed. Just like our Westward has become here in Colorado. Guaranteed. I'm sure. I am a hundred percent sure you are correct with that. <laughs> it already looks like it should. Yeah. It just can't yet. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like it's just waiting. It's like, oh, when are we going to get the pot ads? <laughs> when are we going to get some pot ads in here? But sure enough, yeah. in this thing, I didn't think you did this. Did this anymore? Um, there's a big old cigarette ad in the middle of it with giant oh, cigarette really? boxes. Yeah, some all American something that has like an American Indian, Native American guy on there, and pure something. And then about ten warnings. This is not pure anything. Sure. This will kill you if you yeah. do it. All that. But I just thought I thought those were done. I didn't know we were doing that. Still, you could get a magazine no, I, with cigarette ads anymore. I didn't think you could do that in in print publications. I guess independent print publications you can, but um, yeah. How does it yeah, work? Though? You got like. Huge five huge warnings that are yeah. slathered all over your ad, and I, I don't know how you live in that world. How do you survive? Right, exactly. If you if you create a product that uh, cannot be <laughs> shown yeah. without five huge warnings, one of which includes uh, the word death. <laughs> yeah, not that I feel bad for cigarette makers. Don't get me wrong here, but oh no, not at all. I'm just, just saying, like, why? I don't know how you're in business. business. Yeah, how are you doing? I guess it just you count on that addiction just need that addiction yeah yeah all right let's move on anyway uh we got a listener who'd like to make grape nuts great again (laughs) mag uh magega we'd like to go full manga (laughs) uh his name is john and he wrote in from new hampshire usa that's where the hobbits of america live and uh he has this much to say uh, hello, Scott and Brian. You both are my favorite legacy podcasters on TMS. I procrastinated emailing you all about your grape nut conversation a month back, but I wanted to blow your mind now. Grape nut ice cream is my favorite ice cream. 
Okay. All right. It says, by contrast, I don't like eating grape nut cereal. Also, he doesn't put an S on here. Is it grape nut or grape nuts? It's grape nuts. Are we yeah. sure about this? But grape nut ice cream. Yeah, the, the box says grape nuts. Okay. I'm making sure yeah. I'm not Mandela affecting sure. that or something. Yep. Um, oh. <laughs> But the ice. Oh no, right. Did you did you Google grape no, nut and I you have safe search turned off? No, no, no. It reminded me of something. I, Carter and I had a conversation about Nelson Mandela's son and whether or not he's ever experienced the Mandela effect. <laughs> and if he has, what does he call it? You know, like that's hilarious. Yeah. That's a really interesting. I was going to share it, but I couldn't think. I can't remember the details of our conversation. It was real dumb. It was real dumb. <laughs> also, I had a dream last night that Justin Robert Young and I opened a brothel. We'll get to that later in today's show. Wow, okay. Yeah, didn't go well. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he says, I don't like you. And if you <laughs> don't want the girlfriend experience, <laughs> <laughs> you can unfriend me. Oh, a reference that gets further yeah. into the distance as we, as we exist. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Eventually, no one's going to know what we're talking about. All right. So he goes on to say, I don't like the cereal, but I like to make ice cream with it and something uh, something changes. A great example of the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Obviously, the grape nuts get soft in the ice cream as to not crack your dental crown, says to me specifically. Uh, oh. But there is some sort of flavor that must leach out of the cereal that is amazing. I know my friends don't believe me either. As a warning, you can just mix grape nuts into some ice cream at home. It doesn't work. Or you can't, he says. It doesn't work. You can't. Uh, try it. You can't. Try it. You can't. Prove it. <laughs> uh, I've been eating since I was or eating it since I was a kid when my mom introduced it to me. My favorite brand is a new local New England brand, Gifford's Ice Cream. It is a rare flavor. I've only seen two or three brands with it in my life. So it's literally a grape nuts flavor. Wow. This is like a store bought. This isn't like he's going to a uh, an ice cream shop and they've got, all right, try our grape nuts ice cream. Yeah, how you doing, son? You ever have it grape nuts? It doesn't suck. How'd you like a free sample of the grape nuts? <laughs> um, it says, worst part is, uh, in the last year, there have been a grape nut shortage due to the pandemic. We've talked about that. That was the whole yeah. point of the original conversation. Yeah, that's where everything, all everything stemmed. Yeah. yeah. It says the uh, the great grape nut famine of 2020 will go into the history books. LOL. Check out the link below for the ice cream. So he gave us this Gifford's ice cream uh, flavors link. We're gonna have a look okay. at it here. Um, By the way, uh, you know we've had emails that have you know been bad with punctuation or grammar or spelling or whatever. I just gotta really appreciate. I want to pat John on the back for a number one, a very well written email. But never, with one exception where it was like grape nut cereal, probably should have been grape nuts cereal. But other than that, uh, nailed the the copyright of grape nut every single time. With I a agree. hyphen. Like he- <laughs> I agree. There's something, uh, I don't know, I feel, I feel like we should contact a sixth grade English teacher and tell him that he's doing yeah. okay. John did yeah. all right. You, you did a good job with this one. Yeah, yeah well you done. nailed it. There's also a cannoli. Oh, um, cannoli. Black raspberry chocolate chip sounds amazing. And uh, cookie dough from this Gifford's brand. This Gifford's brand sounds nice. So I don't know what uh, what is the flavor of grape nuts other than pain. I mean, I thought that it was just not. <laughs> pain and misery. And misery. Misery, yeah. Um, and, the taste, and the taste of your own blood in your mouth. That, I guess that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing his email doesn't get into is what. This flavor he claims lert, yeah. leeches out, or whatever his words were. I don't know what he's describing. Mm. Like, because wouldn't I have that in the bowl uh, with you know 
milk, which is kind of ice cream, sort of in a more liquidy form. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they add something else to it. Maybe it's just tons of sugar. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm looking. I'm uh, pulling up Google search. Grape nuts ice cream near me. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, look at this. Let's see what we um, find. That's ice cream. Yeah, this is not going to work because it's uh, it's just showing me Cold Stone and. Uh, oh, maybe Cold Stone. Oh, they just mix it in though, wouldn't they? They would just mix it in. Yeah, let's not see. The same. Uh, why grape nuts ice cream is impossible to find. Reader's Digest has a whole write up on it. Have oh, ever wonder why you... so I can yeah. I can actually get this at King Supers. It looks like the Giffords grape nuts with vanilla. Oh, you should do um, it. You should try. It. Yeah, I'll totally do this. I'll do this for okay. the show. All right, yeah, we'll do it for science and for content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this there's a whole Reader's Digest article on why it's impossible to find it right now, and it looks like it does have something to do with. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it's the shortage. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay. The great grape nuts shortage of 2021. What will we do? Scott? I know. It feels what like the feels like the least the least cool shortage of all time, right? Yeah. yeah. Like others like, "Oh, we're we're I mean even toilet paper is like oh, all these butts, how will they wipe themselves?" Like you, you at least get excited. <laughs> but grape nuts? <laughs> Yeah, Lame. right. Of all things, I mean, avocados we had for uh, a shortage for a while, or still do. Chicken wings, I think, are still yep. short. Yep, yeah. can't get enough chicken wings, which is weird because uh, I don't understand. Well, you know what? I kind of do understand it. I don't think the chicken wing thing. Well, okay, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just the matter of there are so many chicken places now, and or mm-hmm. places that are like, hey, we've also got a chicken thing. The chicken's just oh. at an all-time popularity level, and right, like uh, like other restaurants that have added chicken wings to their to their menu, kind of thing. Yeah, or or uh, like the chi- um, I mean, you remember when yeah. the chicken sandwiches were you couldn't get mm-hmm. them at uh, Popeyes or whatever, mm-hmm. and that was Popeyes? pre-pandemic. Popeyes? That was like uh, Popeyes 2018, 2019, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, thank you. Oh, John. heady days. Remember, remember 2019 and the Popeyes. <laughs> Spicy chicken sandwich shortage. Yeah, you can get plenty of them now. Yeah, no problem. They're, they're throwing them at you if you go near Popeyes. Hey, uh, you know, uh, this last weekend, Scott, Yeah. Uh, Friday night, I went to the movies. I actually went to a movie theater and sat in a movie theater and watched a movie in a movie theater, Scott. Yeah, but was it a quiet place that you went to? Uh-huh. It was not just a quiet place, Scott. It was a quiet place part two. Uh, yeah, no, when one saw Quiet Place Part Two in uh, in our local AMC, the AMC that we usually went to. And uh, number one, let me talk about just the experience overall. Mm. Um, bought our tickets online, and they're still doing the thing where when you buy tickets, you pick your seats, and you can't pick seats next to existing uh, purchased seats, right? So you're not going right. to sit next to anybody. And as a matter of fact, if you even play your cards right, you probably will sit two seats away from other people because it automatically adds a buffer around you and yeah. around the other person. So if you go one seat away yeah. <laughs> or two seats away, then their buffer and your buffer will be between you. So I don't mind that one bit. Uh, I don't I don't like sitting next to people anyway, uh, pandemic or not. So having this ability is great yeah um the uh the theater felt clean like we basically pre-ordered our popcorn and drink went right up 
showed him my QR code, got all that stuff, went right in, didn't have to stand in any lines or anything. Um, I saw, I saw two employees cleaning things like, uh, you know, we were, uh, over by filling up the drink and they were over there cleaning the butter station. One of them was like sanitizing the butter station. Other one was cleaning the, uh, um, the Coke, uh, which we call it freestyle machine next to me. Mm. And the freestyle machine, you can now do touchless. I, I don't have a problem touching the little screen. I feel like we've got, we've got Purell so I can touch the screen and then Purell my hand if I'm worried about it. Yeah. But, um, but if you scan the QR code with your phone, then you can just put your cup there and go, I want, uh, orange vanilla sugar or Coke zero sugar. And, and it'll fill it up for you. And it's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. That's just cool in general. <laughs> it, I like that. It's pretty, it's pretty instant too, right? So you're holding the little button and the stuff comes out and you release the button and it's not, not, a quarter of a second later that it stops. So mm. when you start getting the phone where it's going to bubble over, you're like, Oh, release. And it releases in time. And so it all works. Yeah. Uh, got to our seats. Uh, Holy cow. You know what I've missed or previews. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Oh yeah. Previews. Uh, those exist. Sure. Those exist. And, and it's just fun seeing those in a the theater, especially we saw a bunch that we hadn't seen before. Now, do they uh, do they jam up. commercials in between every one like ours do, or no? No, thank goodness not. Gosh, dang, uh, I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it. But I would say we got at least six or seven previews, and none of them, surprisingly, were any of the Marvel movies. Like, we've got five Marvel movies coming up <laughs> over the course of the rest of the year, mm. and uh, none of the... None of the previews were uh, Marvel movies, but um, still plenty of stuff. And we're like, oh, let's see that one. Oh, I don't want to see that one. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, scary movies and M- the new M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, Old got, Island. He's got yeah. something going. I hadn't, hadn't heard. He's got a new one called Old. And it's uh, you go to an island and uh, when you're not looking, your kids get old. Oh, <laughs> is that real? Is that true? Yeah, it's true. That's the That's new M. The Night movie? Shyamalan twisty movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Who's in this one? Uh, I'm looking it up. Oh, who was there? Anybody old 2021? Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember if I recognized anybody or if they're oh, it's based on a graphic novel. I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, let's see, this is featuring Gail Garcia Bernal and Vicky oh, Creeps. Yeah. Creeps, yeah. Creep Creeps. I don't know how you say her name, Thomason uh-huh. McKenzie. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, Gail. Bernal Garcia, or however. Whatever, oh, Rufus uh, Sewell's in it. He's cool. He's uh, Dark City, and uh, most recently, the Man in the High Castle. He plays the American uh, top Nazi oh, yeah. guy. He's okay. great. Love that dude. It's good. Who Ken anyway, so, in it? All right, I'm in. I'll watch this. This seems fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch it either soon or we'll watch it for film sack in two years. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So the movie starts, and I'm not going to do any spoilers about the movie. I we we enjoyed it greatly. It was. Uh, as good as part one, so no complaints there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killian Murphy and his his uh, swimming pool blue eyes. I just you know, the sexy man, sexy man. Mm-hmm. Although the rest of him isn't, but uh, in this movie, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't you can't grungy up uh, Killian Murphy's eyes. That's for sure. Did they did they run into him? Well, you don't have to give away plot points here, but I assume they they bumped into him as another survivor or something, and they're. Uh, working together or some shit because that might that might be what happened. Okay, yeah. all right, <laughs> that sounds right. So uh, we're we're back in row J, so ten rows back or nine rows because they don't have a row I. So we're in the back of uh, the, the two thirds back of the theater. Yeah, and about 
I don't know, 30 minutes into the film, a bunch of teenagers, maybe even early teenagers, preteens, start running into the theater and like filling up row two or about row two. Great. Just like, right. They're 30, mi- wait, 30 minutes into the film? 30 minutes into the film. They they paid to see another movie and they snuck into this one or, or some nonsense. Lame. All right. Lame. And they're not being quiet about coming in and they're like chasing each other and and roughhousing. Like already I'm a little irritated with them. And uh, so they sit down and and get quiet and start watching the movie, but there's still like little snickering and stuff. And we're all the way back, right? We're we're, you know, seven rows behind where these kids sure. are. Sure. And and then one of them gets their phone out and decides that whatever they have, they want to show the person at the other end of the row of kids mm. or maybe have all their friends look at it. So they turn their phone on and then they slowly pass it from person to person. Now, I think part of me thinks that they're doing this shit on purpose, that they just like, let's really screw with all the people back there. <laughs> Because one of them even was like going when they were handing it over. I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. (laughs) You think that they all didn't have a phone just because they didn't all have a phone and they were all borrowing, borrowing, you know, leases or whatever? No, I think, I think, uh, I think the most likely situation is let's irritate people Hmm. and let's, you know, which it's not like uh, you're going to be hard to find. Yeah, you have eight rows of people behind you all watching you do this and we can get to the exits before you can <laughs> yeah yeah that's lame it i mean when totally i was a kid lame. i just don't, i don't remember doing things just to be annoying i remember maybe i just didn't yeah. know i was doing it you know yeah when you're 13 and you know are you just naturally annoying when you're 13 you just don't uh, know it maybe i guess you just don't care maybe. you just don't you know let's have some fun i don't care if we you know ruin the movie for people <laughs> well okay so back so back to the point here uh last of us one i would assume two a uh, big part of that experience is a very quiet movie theater i don't know i've the- never played the last of us i, I picked oh, up I the game the but um sorry <laughs> quiet place one and two <laughs> yeah, I got to mix up with my zombie video game. Um, but, yeah. the, but the concept is you're supposed to be quiet because the world yes. is quiet and all of that. So there's a real right. the, communal thing. The monsters thing. Uh, are blind, but they follow sound. And so the the experience, with the exception of these kids, and, and again, the, once, the, once the phone thing ended and they didn't get up, the reaction that they maybe were hoping for, probably, probably were hoping somebody would yell at them from the back. Yeah. But um, when they didn't get that, they were quiet for the rest of the, and didn't and were obnoxious for the rest of it. Yeah, the whole rest of the time, just like with Quiet Place Part One, it is when when the uh, when the people on screen are silent, which is ninety percent of the time, everybody is silent in the theater, and even like I even caught myself kind of holding my breath or breathing light and shallow so i wouldn't you know because <laughs> i didn't want to get uh, uh picked up by the monsters basically yeah, we've got um, a pretty rotten review from uh, uh dice tomato in the chat i know that's a shock yeah now dice tomato didn't like it it's a shock to hear it but uh did you how did you feel about this film <laughs> in comparison to the first one i suppose and all that like do you think uh you know Good job. Better than the first. Same as the first. As as good as the first. Okay. Um, still a good suspenseful story. Uh, Emily Blunt's great. 
characters. The kid is the kids are great. Um, oh, I had a question about the kids. Yeah, are they thirty now or what are? <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, Scott. This movie was set to be released in early March 2020, yeah. and so it was filmed maybe a year and a half, two years after the the first one. Oh, okay. So I didn't the kids haven't that aged. Right. They haven't aged as much as they have now. Um, and it's it probably if I would have watched Quiet Place Part One right before seeing this one, I said, "Boy, these kids sure." aged uh, a lot overnight <laughs> the new movie yeah. takes place right after the the first one like oh you know. i didn't realize that okay yeah no again not a spoiler because uh as soon as you sit down and the lights go down you discover that piece of information now in the trailer there's some krasinski in flashback form uh i guess i assume right knowing what we know about the first movie and his fate so is he in it is it flashbacks is it oh did you see him in, did you see him in the trailer i did then he must be in it hmm. <laughs> in hmm. one form or another. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Like, what do you, what do you want me to tell you? Hmm. Nothing. You don't have to tell me a thing. <laughs> I just assume at one point during the movie, he looks at the camera and looks. The irritated. aliens can shape shift, but they can only shape shift into John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great power, but it's very limited. Yeah. And they're really sensitive to hearing those two fit things, though. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, more. Anyway, that's my. It's good. It's very good, and it's worth seeing. And uh, but overall, the I would I give the movie going experience a thumbs up. And man, uh, you know, I'll tell you this: John Krasinski appears before the film. Yeah. To say, he looks directly at the camera, and he kind of like, you know. Deadpan look on his face. No, he looks at the camera. He just says, uh, hey, just want to thank you guys for coming out to experience a movie with other people and being an audience where you can all react to stuff. And can't wait for us all to get back to this as the normal again. And and thank you for coming and blah, blah, blah. Now enjoy A Quiet Place Part 2. <laughs> Is that how he said it? It would have been great if he would have said that. Oh, yeah. it would have been great. <laughs> like you're getting all getting all into it. No, I, I I mean, look, I think he's got a knack for directing this sort of stuff, and I hope it leads to more like it. So, you know, uh, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, well, all right then. Essential Tremor says, actually, a spoiler cover, Bill. Since I've only seen the trailer, I didn't know it started after the last. It's not a spoiler. Uh, Essential Tremor. It's called A Quiet Place Part Two, <laughs> not not A Quiet Place Prequel or. <laughs> A quiet place minus one. You are you are you're safe in assuming that it takes place after the first film. I think I think that's a that's a that's a safe assumption and not a spoiler at all to say that. So I, I agree with Brian. Uh, all right, quiet place part two. Quiet boogaloo. Yeah, quiet boogaloo. You know the one. I don't watch the news. Oh, that's too bad because we've got news. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. Part three of the Resident Evil Village live scream happens tonight at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, only at frogpants.tv. Yep, uh, that's tonight. We're we continue on. We're done with the castle. We beat uh, Tall Lady and uh, Tall Vampire Lady. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. She's, oh. she's. It turns out she is a small, well, smallish part of the game, which is an interesting bit of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she's, a, she's a smallish part with a large part. Yeah, she's huge, but she's not huge in the game. I mean, she's she's she leaves an impression, no doubt. But sure. their marketing was smart in making you think, oh, well, this is the end all be all. It's not. It's just a part. And, and honestly, they haven't shown any of the rest of the game. 
So I don't know oh, what wow. I'm getting into. And according to John, I'm I'm about to hit some gnarly business. So so anyway, that's tonight. Uh, join in the fun at 5 p.m. Mountain. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, wolves have scar- scared deer and uh, reduced auto collisions by 24%. Oh, yes. thank you, wolves. I know, right? The wolves among us have finally done their job. Uh, this is according to a new study. Ecologist Rolf Peterson. But what if they scared the deer into your auto? Isn't oh. that, aren't they causing? Oh, I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. That's a good point. I'll have to ask yeah. ecologist Rolf Peterson. By the way, Rolf is a suspicious name when you're talking about wolves. Uh, it sounds like a dog name. Maybe he's a human dog. Anyway, moving on. He remembers driving remote stretches of a road in Michigan's Upper Peninsula and seeing areas strewn with deer carcassi. Oh, no. Carcasses, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but that changed after the gray wolves arrived in the region from Canada and Minnesota. Uh, the gray wolves have arrived. Uh, when wolves moved during the 1900s and 2000s, the deer vehicle collisions went way down, says the Michigan Tech researcher. And recently, another team of scientists have gathered data about road collisions and wolf movements. Wolf movement or wolves movement? Wolf movements. <laughs> wolf movements. <laughs> Be wolf. wolf movements. Wolf movements. Yeah, wolf like movements. the wolf movement. Like the movements that are made by the wolf. Oh, <laughs> I have to call out, okay, sorry to do this, but it's related. I have to call out Brian Brushwood, who doesn't listen to the show, so he's not going to hear this, I don't think. Okay, all right. Um, but he was making this huge deal oh, on Twitter about Hulu how, thing? Yeah. Of course it's yeah. a uh, Hulu original, not an Hulu right. original. Yeah, I almost replied and said, uh, the H, it's only if the H is silent. Like, if I were to say, this is a harebrained tweet, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. I wouldn't have to put an N in there. Right. This is an harebrained tweet. Or this exactly. is an Netflix original. No, you say it's, it's a, it's it's not a called Netflix Hulu. original. Yeah, it's not, not Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see if, uh, oh, is the new Handmaid's Tale on Hulu? Oh, let's watch it. Uri. Uri, Uri up. No Uri. <laughs> Ears the remote. <laughs> yeah, we should make all H's silent. Turns out there's a world of possibilities there. Let's start calling him Swood. Yeah, Swood. Swood. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he was so confused by that. Now, here's the here's the fun part of English, though. You could say, uh, let's say it's an Amazon Prime thing. You could say, sure. that's an Amazon Prime video original, and that works right. with that's an Right, that's an Amazon original. Yes, of course but you would say But if you say, if it's a Prime, if you say an Prime original, that doesn't well, work. No, of course. You'd say a Prime. So right. I hope he learned a little something. I know yeah. Texas has a way of, you know... Rubbing out your intelligence. I'm just kidding. That's I, I fine. Think I that, love you know, I like somebody Texas. pointed out, he's yeah. he's uh, he's putting stuff on Twitter for the reactions. He's taking the piss, as the uh, British he's taking say. The, Claire, were here, she'd be saying, "Ah, he's taking the pass." He's taking the pass. Undock your pass. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, anyway, yeah. the point is, hey, the wolves keep uh, deer from coming down to the roads where you will then hit them. Nice. Good. Well, they're, they're uh, rounding it up. You'd think, again, you'd think that, uh, well, all we have to do is chase this deer into that Buick and we have deer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we can all eat deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deer's not bad. I don't mind a little venison. It's okay. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, a little elk jerky. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bag, the bag, the frozen bag of jerky, it's like we're starting to get to the point where it's like, Oh, we're yeah. getting low. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm I'm so low. I'm out. So 
You're out. Wow. Okay. Jesse, the, uh, uh, let's talk because uh, I'll pay for the next batch. Yeah, I'll I, pay. Will, I will too. I'll pay for both the shipping and the manufacturing of yes. said jerky because I loved it that much. It was so God, good. That was so good. And you it's know what? I know so not. Good. This is not everyone's bag, but the the fatty ones that had just a little little bit of ribbony fat in them. Sure. Sure. Oh, oh, that's so good. Nice. I love a little fat. Um, oh, you know what I ate this week? What? Oh, here we go. Why haven't I told you this story? So yeah. Crazy Neighbor had us over for uh, brats yeah. for Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, we got out the grill. We brought over a nice uh, thing of hummus, and uh, some other friends brought over a salad. And and uh, Crazy Neighbor was manning the grill. And in addition to the delicious brats, yeah. beer brats and stuff, he also provided two testicles. <gasps> Uh, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo uh, testicles. Rocky Mountain Oysters, baby. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Now, not uh, deep fried. These were just grilled. Spherical and blue and veiny. And uh, oh, really? Are they veiny? And right on the grill. Were they really veiny? They were really veiny, Scott. Oh. I kind of I should have taken a photo before you put them on the. Uh, oh, you <laughs> absolutely the should have. You should have taken a photo before they went on the grill, while they were on the grill, and then later when you barf them up, you should have taken a photo of the whole process. <laughs> so how are these? I've so, never had them. So when you get them deep fried, the deep frying and the sauce and stuff that you dip them in usually covers up a lot of the flavor, right? Uh, when you put them on the grill, you're getting nothing but the nut. You're wow. getting the the flavor uh, of itself, which is kind of like liver. If I'm comparing it to anything, the flavor and texture-wise, like a firm liver. I hate liver, so then you would not like this. Oh, okay, I'm not going to yeah. eat it then. Right, well, here, okay, let me ask you this. Sure. Oh, this might be a road too far. <laughs> Are you going to ask if any sort of. Uh, <laughs> Cleaning, cl- uh, hollowing out, or anything yeah, are they are they place? full? Are they are they chock full of any sort of uh, <laughs> are they cream filled? And like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Are they are they spent? no? Because one of one of uh, the uh, Kristen who was there at the uh, party also asked the same question. Like, did you clean these out? Because you have to, you have to, you know, remove whatever might be inside them. And uh, uh, no, there was nothing to be cleaned out. Uh, of the of the testicles, and I guess in 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 tech, technically, it's not where you keep it anyway, right? It's all in your. Uh, I mean, this isn't science class or anything. It's in the but... lava tubes, <laughs> but it's in some other gland or something, right? You got. I, I don't know how that works. It's, I don't know how my body works, Scott. I don't, I don't know how anything works down there. I don't either. I, I will not pretend to know anything. Is it in the prostate? Maybe it's in the prostate. I don't know where it's kept. Uh, we keep, you know. Oh, I do trust uh, Nikki Grunge du Terroir. Oh yeah, what does Nikki say? That's what she prostate. said. She okay. said prostate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what if she just has Tourette's and yelled prostate? <laughs> I'm not even listening to the show. I was on her uh, her show, the Tales Grannies Tell You. I forget the name. Yeah. Exactly. So are you uh, the are you the old grandpa who's <laughs> the telling old stories grandpa. now? Yeah. Wow. She says, she says I'm the youngest person she's had on there. Um, so that felt good, I guess. But, but not uh, by much. No. She did tell me that she didn't have to edit very much, and that made her happy. And I said, yeah. welcome to the way I podcast. I just, there's no editing, all right? We just go right to the hard drive, and if it wasn't good enough, oh, well, we move on to the next one. That's how we that's how we roll. Yeah, good. Well, so so good. you liked it, though. You would eat another one? 
I I had uh, two slices. <laughs> oh man! Because basically he cooked him up, put him on a plate, and then just sliced him so we could just do slices. Um, I, they were okay. I mean, I'd, you know, between between eating that and, and liver, I'll have liver. If you but, were in uh, a, a river of liver and an ocean of fish, or however that goes. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's not, certainly not something, it wasn't good enough to make me say, oh my God, this is like a delicacy. I want this for every meal. Uh, it was like, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, in a couple of years I'll have another slice. You okay, know, it's not, I'm not in a hurry to go go back for more. From from a procurement perspective, where would, yes. where would one crazy neighbor buy these? Where do you get he, these? He bought this at the same place he bought the brats. There's a, a butcher, uh, Edwards Meats, okay. close by, and you can get you can get all the meats there. Gotcha. So I watched one of those Better Feed Fills with Kim, and yeah. uh, or got a feed fill or however it is, whatever it is. Yeah, Phil must feed. If yeah, <laughs> Phil needs food badly. He was somewhere in the Middle East, and he got oxtail soup, and it reminded me oh. of your Vegas place. And um, uh, it looked it looked insane. It looked so good. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, you've got a, you've got one big massive bone in your in your soup, and you're just basically pulling meat off of it. I don't know if that's the way Phil ate it, but uh, he did. Or if they, yeah, yeah, he pulled it right off the bone. It looked like a tail, like literally, like the stump yeah. of a back end of your tail. Like a like a spine, like a one of the things in your spine, basically. Yeah, like a little yeah. some small vertebrae looking business. Yeah, and right. then That's uh, what I was looking for. What yeah. else did he do? He had a oh, it was the same place. He had um, uh, cow cheek mm. uh, soup, and it was like a couch. And the reason they like the cow cheek is because it's full of collagen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's yummy to some people. Yeah, cheeks apparently are huge. Uh, fish, I'm not huge as in big, but like fish cheeks are super popular as like one of the best parts of the fish. But really? there's not. It's not like there's uh, a lot of cheek. I was going to say how many. Che- I mean, if your average fish, I didn't even know there were cheeks in a fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got have cheeks about the right. mouth. Learn something new. <laughs> All right. Well, to this chicken wing shortage, we go. Oh, okay. Well, we were just talking about this earlier. We were. It's uh, part of today's news lineup. Uh, Soaring demand for chicken has resulted in wing shortages across America, according to the country's third largest poultry producer, the Laurel, a Mississippi, excuse me, Mississippi based. Did you just say Yanni? I can't, I wasn't sure. (laughs) Green Needle. You heard Green Needle. (laughs) Is that what I heard? Yeah. Green Needle. Um, Let's see. The Laurel. Uh, I don't know why that's so funny. Mississippi-based Sanderson Farms Incorporated said it does not have enough supply to keep up with the demand despite recently picking up 40 million pounds per year of chicken in addition to what they used to do. Uh, we cannot supply enough wings to any, to anybody at retail or at food service, says Joe Sanderson, CEO of Sanderson Farms. I uh, told that to the Goldman Sachs Global Staples Forum on Tuesday. Staples Forum. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I get global staples is in food staples. Chicken right. is a is a staple. Plus, isn't there but, a place called the Staples Forum? That's a, like a Staples owns a like a sports arena or Staples they Arena. In, they do in not in Mississippi. They do in uh, oh, in yeah. Los Angeles. The Staples Center. That makes sense. Sanderson yeah. said uh, his company each week ends up fifteen loads short of wings for both retail and food service. Uh, the company plans to allocate wings to make uh, sure everybody gets some. Uh, wing prices have already risen to three point uh, three dollars sixteen cents per pound, 
uh, for customers picking up Sanderson's dock, mimicking strong gains that occurred in other chicken products. Boneless chicken breasts prices have climbed 236% since wow. a fall to 225 per pound, while tenders have spiked 77% to $2.43. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We're just loving the chicken, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. BW3 is all the way down to BW1 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just have is. the whack. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, will we start to, will I go to, I don't know, chicken lickens or someplace like that? And, and they'll say, oh, sorry, these chicken wings are $9 a, a piece. Or, you they know. might. It's funny because um, I did just get an email from Buffalo Wild Wings pre-show because Tuesday is buy one, get one free wing day. And it made no mention of... You know, due to the shortage, we've decided to temporarily stop buy one, get one free wing day. And hmm. no, it's like, come on in, get buy six wings, get six wings free. Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Wings? <laughs> it does. I had some actually Thursday night. No shortage uh, no shortage at Kickin' Wings either, which is right by the trivia place in uh, uh, in Arvada here. I didn't even t- did I talk about how Slim Chicken screwed us over? I don't think I told that story. No. No. Damn it. Do we have time? I do have time. Here's the quick Slim story. Slim Chickens. We're That's at Slim Chickens. Already sounds like they're taking advantage of the shortage. <laughs> shortage of uh, good chicken names. Um, <laughs> so we go to Slim Chickens. Normally it's fine, but they're very... Is it Slim Chickens? I think so. I think that's the name. Okay. Super busy all the time. Massive lines. They're very popular here. I don't know why. <laughs> they're not amazing. They're okay. Um, but anyway, Kim and I got in line. We're like, yeah, we're going to get chicken. And let's do this. So we ordered what we got, just a thing for her, a thing for me, and some fries for Carter. We're going to take them home. She doesn't like meat, so no meat for her. Sure. So we do that. It's like 12 bucks or something. We're in the, the uh, drive up. It's a long drive up. Suspiciously, I noticed the car in front of us, the SUV in front of us, pulled up, waited there for a while, and then took off, never having exchanged anything. Mm, okay. And I thought, that's odd. Anyway, we move up anyway. Get up to the front. Lady's like, all right, you had the bear, 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 and the bear. And Kim goes, no, we had the, that was the tender whatever thing. And they're like, oh, well, it says right here is the worst customer service. Well, it says here it was whatever, whatever. And Kim goes, okay, well, I guess we'll take that. And that's fine. They hand it to us. It's crazy busy in there. Hand over fist, everything. Cars piled up millions of miles behind us. Just insane. So they cram it all together, shove it to us. They hand me a bunch of chicken. I'm like, this is too much chicken. And before it was time to do anything, Kim had already run her card, and we were out of the line. We get out in the parking lot. We look at the receipt. $65. Oh, no. And a whole bunch of orders we didn't order. Now, here's the worst part. There was none of what we ordered. She ordered chicken and waffles. I ordered, like, some tender thing. It was all hot wings and I don't know what all, some other stuff, but nothing like we ordered. The hot wings were all... I don't know what they were on the Scoville scale, but I can tell you on the Scott scale, they were through the roof. They were so hot. I couldn't eat them, so I couldn't even enjoy the $65 waste. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, Uh some would say, well, Scott, get back in line. Go back through. Tell them what happened. No, this line, it's impossible. It was impossible, this line. We weren't getting back in. So I could. You could go inside, though, can't you? I could, but same problem. Just stacked with people. Oh, so we're okay. just like, gotcha. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get, we'll get home. We'll deal with it. I'll send them a f- feedback thing. They'll send me some free coupons. Everyone will be happy. But I just forgot to do it. I haven't done it. Yeah. But it was bad. And, and Carter probably didn't get anything that didn't have meat. No. No, there was nothing. There weren't fries either. They didn't include anything. 
It's just really? some, some other person's some other person's order. And we think now is a guy in front of us who took off never got their order, so now the order's all mixed up. They think we're the ones getting the big giant thing. Guy oh. behind us probably got ours. Like that's all I could think of was how this is just gonna domino effect back to hell and back because it was such a mess. Right. But also, you it's bad training when you look at the thing and go, well, it says here you ordered it. Well, no, <sighs> we know what we ordered, so maybe it's on you. Okay, oh, the guy in front of you. Like you you're supposed to be equipped when that happens, and they yeah, weren't equipped. Yeah. So take that, chicken effers. All right. <laughs> Damn. There's a chicken shortage is the point. Let's uh, take a break. When we come back, uh, Justin Robert Young will be here. We're going to take a look at the uh, why the next jobs report is such a big deal. And uh, we'll see what the political thing is there. But also, um, I, have a, I have a question about that lack of a January 6th uh, commission and what it might mean uh, moving forward. We'll get to all that in a minute. For that, right. though, a song from Brian Ibbett. Yes, we're going to Atlanta for this one. Uh, a band called a band called Dim D I M. Uh, they have a brand new single that they've just released called Home is Where You Are. It's now available everywhere. Uh, Dim features members, former members of The Dangerous Summer and Woe Is Me, if you're familiar with uh, either of those bands. Um, hey, look, uh, rock and roll, man. This is uh, on the heavier side. I know a lot of you like that. I like it, and uh, I like this a lot. Here is the Atlanta band Dim and the song Home is Where You Are.
y'all. This episode brought to you by Rise, a science-based app that makes it easy to improve your sleep and daily energy. Look, sleep is as necessary as air and food and water and other stuff. And there's lots of myths and misunderstandings about your sleep. I know I had a whole bunch of them, and I've learned a lot this week as a result. Did you know that it's normal to feel all groggy and, like, draggy in the morning? It's like when you first wake up. Sluggish in the afternoon, maybe. It is not normal, however, to feel tired throughout the entire day. That's an indication that you're carrying a lot of sleep debt, which I've learned a whole lot about this week. Limiting your natural energy peaks and making your dips less productive. Well, you become a morning person by doing good things to yourself. And don't worry. You don't have to stop using your phone before bed. You can always, you know, do it without buying a new mattress or a bunch of supplements or weighted blankets, that kind of stuff. Rise uses a scientific fact-based approach rather, to help you get the sleep your body needs. And it's built around two principles that sleep researchers agree most affect how we feel and perform. Sleep debt and circadian rhythm. Now, sleep debt is the only score that matters. Rise helps you track that sleep. And uh, you know, learn what your what you owe your body. Let's put it that way. This is all relative to your own unique sleep needs, and helps you pay that uh, pay that debt back. You always pay your debts. Uh, the circadian rhythm dictates your personal energy peaks and dips throughout the day. Rise not only predicts your daily energy schedule, but it helps you take control of it. And it works by putting historical data from your phone, apps, wearables, and all that stuff to tell you what's best for you. Every morning rise tells you how long you're going to be groggy, when your first focus times will be, and when you should start winding down for better sleep. And you can improve 16 science-based habits that will help you reduce your sleep debt and optimize your entire day, really, with better energy and a whole better schedule. I've had a lot of sleep challenges, and I can tell you one thing I didn't expect from this. The emails rise sends you in and in of themselves have been valuable. That I didn't expect. Usually it's just like PR and marketing or whatever. But being part of that program means you get these occasional emails. And these emails have been fantastic. Like all kinds of crazy good information in them. And that's just the emails. Anyway, Rise helps you realize your potential with real results, real productivity, real performance, real well-being. 80% of Rise users feel the benefits within five days. And you get a seven-day trial. Think of that. Give it a try. See what it can do for you. Go to risescience.com slash TMS and download the Rise app today to try it for free for seven days. Whether you want to become a morning person or wake up more refreshed, be less exhausted during the day, improve your productivity, daily energy, whatever it is, Rise is the power behind your next best day. That's risescience.com slash TMS to try the app for seven days. Here's another hurry-up picture of the clinging vine whizzing through a day's program that would leave the average mountaineer gasping for breath. Sometimes it's called something else oh internet is there nothing you can't do this is the morning stream all right welcome back everybody i love that that band again is dim the song is home is where you are nice Let's try to make sense of this real quick. Sometimes it's called something else. <laughs> well, thank you for all yeah. that information put into nothing. I feel like we're missing some context, probably. Yeah. That's what's going yeah, on there. For sure. Um, for sure. All right. Justin Robert Young making his way today in the world today, taking everything he's got. I hear 
takes everything he's got. We That's need to right. ask him about his wing experience because apparently he uh, he experienced problems due to this this great wing oh, shortage. Oh, the wing shortage if it hits us right at home. Let's find out. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Joining us right now from uh, Austin, Texas, where apparently the wing shortage has been a little more harsh. It's uh, Justin Robert Young joining us. Hello, Justin. And no, way, you're not there. Can't hear him. Usually he's got his video on by yeah, now. Hi. Oh, hey, hi. How are you doing? Hey, there we go. Hey. Hello. Hey. You know, sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's they right. You right where it counts. So, wait, what's are you, are you having worse time with the wing shortage there or something? What's the deal? Did you did you buy some wings recently in the uh, in the great wing oh, shortage yeah. of twenty twenty one? The wing shortage, my man. Oh, what? Ha- tell us the, the story. We've been talking about the wing shortage today, so I'd love to hear your take. How's your How's your wing shortage? I went into a place. There's a little uh, restaurant that Brian and I have uh, on Mondays go to uh, when uh, uh, before the, we do the Weird Things podcast, and uh, we always get the same thing. Uh, Brian gets a taco salad, and I get six wings and a side salad. And they told me, uh, hey, look, you can still get these six wings. It's fine. We've got them. But they're going to come at a dear, dear price. And by that, I mean twice the amount that they normally cost. Wow. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, why? And, and they say the, the most horrifying three words I'd ever heard in my life. As, a, a, the, you know, as if uh, Beelzebub himself was playing xylophone with my spine. Uh, chicken wing shortage. <laughs> Uh, and, and I was, uh, I was, I was shocked and I was dismayed. And then I paid $18 for six wings because oh I wanted to see my fish. That's a lot. Wow. So, so, okay. That's a lot. That's a lot more than I expected people to be paying. But like Brian says, they're still doing, um, get buy some, get some free at the Buffalo deal. At, at Buffalo Wild Wings, still buy one. They must have had. They oh, must I mean, have a I'm stockpile. Sure they're, they're the warlords, right? Yeah, they, they right, right. The market on this. They're the ones causing the shortage for the rest of the little guy. Yeah. You want some wings? Yeah. Okay. It'll cost you though. <laughs> and yeah. No. They're like, well, I don't see a wing shortage here at B Dubs. <laughs> Uh, I love it that you guys have a place to. If if I lived in Denver or Brian lived here, we would totally do like a. That's a great idea. Do like a Monday lunch meeting somewhere. Wouldn't that be great? It's a nice little. It's a nice little time. It's a good. It's cool. I would like that. I think that's very cool. Well, we're not going to talk about any more wings because if they'll come back, it'll all work out. Uh, welcome to Biden's America. Short Biden. short of John Wings in Biden's America. <laughs> Biden's America. Yep. First, there's a gas hey, thing. Joe Biden. <laughs> Hey, listen, buddy, it wasn't me, he'd say. All right, that's a bad impression. Let's move on. <laughs> Come on, man. I yeah, never have anything Come on, to man. do with wing shortage. I love wings. Come on, man. Blow <laughs> wings and dry spice rub wings. <laughs> I love them. My papa said to me, Joey, get me some wings. And I said, okay, Pa, because he knew a good wing made a good man. A union man. Wow. That's what he knew. Love, love. You know, it's weird. That impression, which is pretty good, tells me that he would do a pretty good impression of you if he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's enough crossover there. Joe Biden would do a good impression. Could do a good jury. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I can hear it. This is a fascinating realm that you've opened up. (laughs) What what famous person do you think would do a best impression of you? (laughs) 
I mean, <laughs> of me, I have zero idea. I don't think that's how it works, though. I don't think that. Uh... I, no, I love it. I love the idea that somebody's like, like, oh man, Keith Richards would do a killer Scott Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you think Queen Elizabeth can do a really good Scott Johnson impersonation? Yeah, if I can do a good her yelling Philip, she can surely do me tired in the morning trying to get in the shower. Something like that. Uh, Well, all right. Uh, It's good to have you here. We're going to talk a little bit of political uh, goings on. Uh, Specifically, you were telling me last night on text that the jobs report uh, is a this coming upcoming Friday's jobs report is a big one has implications and i thought maybe we could iterate on why um sure that's the current take and and what does that mean for us so understand that in my philosophy politically uh there are things that we care about because they're the topic of the day yeah and then there are the things that everybody cares about that are outside of the bubble that instructs us what we should care about because it's the topic of the day yeah and the economy is the a number one King Kong version of that. When the economy is not good and the news gets around, that, oh, the economy is not good. People can't get jobs. My, 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 my. Things cost more money. Uh, interest rates become higher. That's when people begin to say, okay, in my mind, the economy is not good. And then you start assigning blame on whose fault that is. So, if we know that, and we know that everything was roaring back, uh, uh, even through Joe Biden's presidency, up until last month's report, wherein the economic growth was far weaker than we thought, and unemployment actually very barely ticked up for the first time since it started recovering, then that stands to reason that the next jobs report is going to be something to watch. Because if that last jobs report was kind of a fluke and it's like, hey, man, things are going to be weird because we're, you know, the economy's not all opening at the same time. There's different states that are doing different things and blah, blah, blah. Uh, then, and it is just a herky jerky thing and the economy is, is, is booming again. Then that last one, don't even worry about it. Yeah. But if this one is also weak, now all of a sudden, once is a fluke, twice is a pattern, you're going to just see a lot more conversation about things like the federal unemployment benefit. You're going to see uh, uh, certain members of, of Congress and the Senate start to uh, slam other people for how they handled some of the federal benefits and, and whether or not they are that they should own the fact that that the economy is not as strong as it could be because they they did X, Y or Z. Uh, uh, but, but, and, and Joe Biden ultimately is going to have to answer for it, regardless of whether or not the, the president has the kind of power over the economy that many people tend to believe. So your take, or no, your take, but your, 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 what you're telling me or what I'm hearing from this is this is a more far reaching, uh, uh, thing that will have an effect or a ripple effect politically on both him and the parties and the discussion and all of that far more than say this. Uh, not coming together on a on a uh, on a uh, January sixth commission, uh, at least in a bipartisan way, and now you know the Democrats having to decide if they want to go super hardball on this and all of that. Like that feels like the big ah, we got to get that worked out deal. But you think this other one perhaps is I don't know. This is more like baked into the thread of the political world. That's baked into the thread of life. Hmm. 
Like yeah. uh, uh, James Carville famously said, it's the economy, stupid, uh, when he's talking about crafting political messages. If you're going to craft the political messages, the first thought you should think of is, can we win on the economy? Yeah. And the second thought you should have is, if we're not on the right side of the economic argument, how can we minimize what the, the other side did on the economy? Like, that is first and foremost, that's what you want to do. That is that is politics 101, because that ultimately matters more than anything else. No matter how much we all get spun up in our in our media ecosystem about whether or not this is the most important thing on the planet, or it's not. The reality is, even in a world where political saturation is higher than I can ever remember it, the vast majority of people live outside that bubble. Mm. The vast majority of people may have seen some stuff on January 6th and said, damn, that sucks, and then never thought of it again. So the idea of interrogating it, whether or not you believe it absolutely needs to happen or not, will always be a smaller issue than the economy. Yeah. Quite simply. Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? Like, you're right. I agree. I actually, That's true. You know, everyone always wants to say, follow the money when it serves their argument. But this is a, like the perfect example of just like, yeah, this is what people pay attention to. I mean, hell, it's what it's what will make uh, a difference. Let's let's say this jobs report had a direct effect on, I don't know, all of us, like all of the stuff we do. We'd all just be suddenly strained to the limit because of some change. And it was all economically related. It would become the number one thing for us. It's all we would be able to focus on. Let me also say that uh, this jobs report does not materially affect much. right? right? Right. But here's what it does do. For anybody who wants to say the January January sixth January sixth, uh, Trump killed this thing in the Senate and Liz Cheney and uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Biden's tan suit and ma 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 whatever else you want to talk about that's like in in vogue right now, the Republicans can hold up the jobs report and say all you want to do is distract from this, yeah, and that will be something that 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 will cold currency. It will. Uh, uh, the other thing about the January sixth commission is I don't know, and I'd be curious your audience, uh, uh, you know, specifically the audience that, that you know, maybe tolerates this segment because I can, <laughs> I can speak about politics in a way that isn't, uh, you know, the making, making you, your ears want to bleed, but, like, uh, but aren't particularly politically uh, uh, dialed in. I would wonder how many questions people have about what happened on January 6th, because the anecdotal sense that I get from my listeners and viewers is that I think we got a pretty good handle on what happened. Mm-hmm. So it's not like 9-11 where, you know, you, you've got a lot of people that have a lot of questions they need to answer specifically like the fbi the cia and the nsa and whatever other shadowy agencies that we pay to spy on us yeah that it's like wait a minute none of y'all none of y'all got the guys flying the 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 planes into the towers huh Mm. everybody missed it uh which eventually led to a lot of reforms including the formation of the department of homeland security right. in many ways to force interagency cooperation because as we found out later in large part because of the 911 commission uh everybody had a piece of it but nobody wanted to share it with the rival agency and that eventually led to a big breakdown that created this this uh whole situation it feels i don't to, to know me if-, if there's a ton of questions 
uh, uh, with with the January sixth thing, but I might be wrong. Um, I mean, I I think you're. I understand what you're saying. In fact, um, the other day I was thinking, what is the real reason that I and others want to see this commission happen, or some kind of investigation, uh, you know, a greater investigation happen? And I'd be lying if I said part of it wasn't that, you know, what's fair is fair. If you're going to do, you know, if you're going to have uh, a thing happen that ended up killing four people and then you do 35 separate um, house hearings on it for Benghazi, then you this feels like you at least should do it here. It's not even that different of a story, actually. It's about, you know, a bunch of unruly armed people taken over a place they shouldn't and people got killed as a result. In fact, five people got killed as a result. So to me, it feels like, well, if you're going to do that, then why aren't we doing this? So to me, I feel like you can do both. Like you can, you can both acknowledge that, yeah, there isn't as much mystery to uncover as it was with nine 11, but it still can, you still should just do it for due process. Um, I know it's not a trial, so it's not quite the same as due process, but uh, that that's what I, I if I'm being truthful, that's what that's what bugs me about you not wanna, doing it. You want a Benghazi. I don't want, want a Benghazi. I mean, no, everybody was having so much fun with Benghazi. No, 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 like, no. I just want let me let me clarify. Benghazi. Let me clarify. I want I, make, I want I can bring it up for every different thing and I can say, yeah, but what about Benghazi? You're like, damn, that's that looks hot. I would love to do that. And, and so now you see this opportunity. And no, 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 no. Here's the clarification on that. I don't want anything in particular what i want is consistency and my own private benghazi i want i want things to be <laughs> like if you're going to have if you're going to have a method for for investigation at that level you ought to be it ought to happen across it, the board all the time let's, let's let's be clear let's be clear so there was not a bipartisan committee for benghazi right and so it became a house select committee and that's what pelosi will likely do here is continue to hold house select committees uh up until you know 2022 and and possibly beyond who knows depending on on the will of the 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 membership or not you know there there was a story in in politico today that had some democrats saying like look let's talk about health care because we won in 2018 talking about health care let's try to not talk about trump if if trump's going to interject himself into this then 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 let them but but we don't need to base our 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 campaigns on it and the worry is that if this this january 6th commission becomes benghazi right then inherently a lot of races will be defined by whether or not you believe this is political theater or not and whether or not you believe that donald trump is a bad person or not or whether yeah. you not you believe this was a, a a a riot, an insurrection, or a friendly game of hopscotch that got too intense, as as some members of Congress have seemed to allude, yeah. uh, like there, it it really depends on on where you think. If you are thinking as a Democratic partisan, how do you best either stave off the Republicans from winning enough seats to take the majority, which right now would seem to be the likelihood. Or do the impossible in reverse course and gain more seats. Like that is that is that is what you are are trying to do. Now, some believe that Democratic voters can are are at their most motivated, motivated because Donald Trump is on the ballot. And we saw that with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh others believe that that 
is not quite the case when Donald Trump isn't literally on the ballot. And so they should, uh, you know, just as Joe Biden won, the Democrats actually lost seats in the Senate and the House that they thought they were going to win. So down ballot when Donald Trump was not, you know, was was not the candidate. They didn't do nearly as well. Yeah. And so it's 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 there. But but it sounds like from your perspective, Scott, you really kind of just would like sort of a pound of flesh here. I don't even want that. I just want it. This isn't a revenge thing. I just want consistency. I, in fact, I have no problem with those Benghazi hearings. Go for it. I don't know if they really found anything of, of, of substance, but if but if there was cause for them, just like, you know, if a cop thinks he's pulled somebody over and there's a reason to check in the trunk and he does like. You got to do that stuff, but just do it consistently. Like I guarantee I you, I here's I the other think any reasonable person thought that they needed to be that many. Benefits. Well, maybe not. But my, my, like, my point is this, like it's impossible for me to, to, to not know this in my heart of hearts and my guts of guts. I a hundred percent know that if the tables were flipped and it was a democratic sitting president who riled everybody up and got all that crap going on. And there was a, there was a, an attack on the on the Capitol building and five people died. If this was flipped, they would be they would be screaming for hearings. There would they would already be going. We would already be way down the road on this. That's why I have a problem with it. Because I, I know that. I know that a hundred percent that if this was flipped and it all goes to your partisanship and how you're gonna get seats and all that, I understand all that. But I just know in my heart of hearts, in a right and wrong black and white world, if this was n- not Democrats or if it was just flipped, just flip the story. Yeah. They're not going, Well, we just we just need to move on. <laughs> we we just need to, the, the country please will be poor. Okay, so here, let me let me let me give you let me give you a hypothetical uh, a hypothetical example, right? Let's say that there was a Republican, a fan of a Republican presidential candidate that uh came down and shot a Democratic congressperson. Yeah. Do you think that that would be something that that should be talked about in, you know, that, that, that they should have hearings on or, or would be a gigantic deal in the media? It'd be a huge deal in the media, sure. Because that happened. Yeah. There was a Bernie Sanders fan who shot a Republican congressperson. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Like, it was a big deal in the in the news. I mean, I think it would probably be a bigger deal. And also, that's what the Republicans wanted to expand the scope on of the the January 6th commission to talk about a bunch of political violence. I don't think that it necessarily needed to be that personally. I think you could have done a bipartisan uh, uh, committee on the one six thing. I just don't know what the will is of the populace. That's what I don't know. I don't know how much this is a story for people who really, 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 really care about politics and have really, 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 really care about cared about politics specifically over the last five years, Mm. because in many ways it feels like a culminating action of the last five years and how much people who are really tired of their Facebook feeds being totally dominated by politics want to rehash it again. I, I, I I don't, I don't know. And I don't know. My suspicion is whenever you bank on something that's outside of the key interests historically, which I think for Democrats, healthcare, uh, 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 certainly, uh, equality laws and, and, uh, you know, pioneering stuff for gay and maybe even, uh, uh, the, the stuff that's happening now in terms of, uh, of uh, transgender laws. Those, to me, would be more animating bedrock issues than let's talk more about this one thing. 
because those are far reaching. They are uh, uh, changing daily. People are affected by them daily. And if you want to get people out to the polls, then those are live wires in a way of let's examine the past because that's the last, the last Trump will, will get to run on unless he runs again. Uh, but, but by 2022, that'll be it. Uh, whether or not those are the issues that you want at the center of this. No. And I understand, I understand how those winds blow. I just, it, but it, what it does come down to is saying, well, there were crimes. We'll let these ones go. Cause they don't really push the needle too far on all our political will or our political needs. And I don't, well, no, I just think you can do both. Punished. You can people do, are, people well, are, are going to jail for it. No, I understand that. But, but if, um, if they, you know, if there's real culpability on the part of the former president, then, uh, uh and without investigation, well, then you well, never, well, you never get to that. So then the law isn't served. So my, my point is like, yeah, it may not be politically be expedient, but can't they do both? Can't they do two things at once? Is it possible they could push on all those other issues and do a commission? Yeah. Why not do both? I mean, they will. They are going to. The question is whether or not one of them drowns out the other one. Yeah. Whether or not one of them demands so much uh, so much press attention that your other messages just can't compete. And historically, you know, off your elections are always weird because we tend to nationalize them. We think of them in national terms like we do a presidential election when really you know when when you're talking about house seats ultimately whether or not you're for or against the the chick-fil-a going on the northwest corner of main street and market uh, as opposed to the southwest corner as your opponent thought uh is more impactful than uh you know whether or not you were for or against the iraq war uh but you know i i i i think from a strategic point of view uh, the the question is for Nancy Pelosi and and the House exactly how much do you want to push this and when does it serve your interest and when does it not and 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 all I will say the only definitive thing I want anybody to take out of this particular segment is I think that nothing they can do will be more important than the economy if the economy looks like it's not doing great mm-hmm. that will be the issue. Bar none, that's it. Right? Well, I, that's I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I actually agree with that because that's just how it is. <laughs> that's that's the way it'll uh, be. People tend to people tend to plant their flag where they eat, and uh, even if it doesn't affect them directly, they get incited by that in a way that they don't about most things. I don't know. I just wish there was more. Um, I don't consistency. know justice in all this, but there, there there probably won't be. Like I, a lot of these guys who are being uh, prosecuted slash put in jail slash you know, punished for what happened on the sixth are not really getting all that punished. Some of them are getting lots of little freebie stay of sentences so they can law and order Johnson, lock them up and throw (laughs) away the key Johnson. Tough on crime. Yeah, I am. I love it. I'm all for the consistent minimums. That's what we need. (laughs) More people in jail. What I'm saying, but again, no, see, again, we're back to, we're back to inconsistency. There are plenty of people who do very minor things that are given the full breadth of their punishment and some of these guys aren't so, and a lot I mean, of that breaks one, down on racial lines and other stuff. We, like we do, we do get ourselves into trouble at times uh, in a very large country, finding 
contradictory examples and then matching them up with each other because there's a lot of contradictory examples because we have a lot of examples because we're a big country. We also do like to throw people in prison and we throw so many people in prison that we had to have prison reform become an issue that was strangely bipartisan. Uh, and and a lot of those came from laws that that came out of the late or sorry the early the early nineties uh, because you got bipartisan agreement on the idea that we needed to get tough on crime. Uh, we don't have a uniform uh, a, a penal code in the country because we are of fifty states and there's only so many federal cases that you can try or that are tried. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 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 I, I'm 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 excited that you are that you are there for people getting thrown thrown in jail. Uh, it's, uh, not just, just, it's not what I mean. It's not what I mean. I just I don't know. I'd like a more fair, equitable society is what I'd like. And I know that's pie in the sky, but whatever. That's what I want. Well, no, I mean, I think the the, the question is, what does that mean, right? Like that's an easy thing to say, mm-hmm. and we can find examples where we find, you know, in, inequality that can span different judicial systems and laws and enforcements and then you can go even further than that you can say okay well how many people were educated on the same level or have access to a lawyer or uh, uh, know even on the basic level exactly what kind of uh, problems they're facing is there a history of people going to jail in their family is it is it not any different uh, uh, or are they going to have a bunch of people that have a safety net that really want to get them out and they're going to spend a bunch of money to do it uh there are there are a lot of those those elements. So the question is, when we say a more fair and equitable society, what exactly do we mean, and you know what what kind of reforms do we want? I don't know the personal prosecutions of some of these people that have been persecuted or prosecuted so far for the January sixth riots, uh, like it sounds like you do. Um, but uh, uh, it, it seems like people are getting reasonable punishments for trespassing on federal land and breaking things and going around shirtless with hard nipples like the cute guy. <laughs> Wait, how do, do we have confirmation on the nipple status? Was that a thing? Did we- Presume. I mean, it wasn't exactly a balmy uh, 83 degrees. <laughs> like, I, 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 I presume he had hard nipples. But part of that was assumption. caused by the fur he was wearing. I'm That's guessing. A- even more so. The, I mean, the buffalo look, skins draped. I'm not here neck. to report exclusively <laughs> that I believe he had uh, hard nipples because I don't know conclusively. I do think that circumstantial evidence would lead you reasonably to the idea that those were some stiff little buttons. Yeah, <laughs> never to be pushed. Well, all right. Uh, interesting stuff. And you still and you still hate Handmaid's Tale this season is the other thing I wanted to get to. Not a fan, right? Just not working for you. Up. I caught up. I okay. caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, we got a few episodes um, left or two, is it, or whatever. We still have a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I don't Well, know. I mean, it, it, yeah, season probably. doesn't end until mid-June, so we still have even a few weeks oh, before Oh, more than that. Ends. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll give her six more motivations by, by that. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed yeah, I this know. season. I don't know. I don't know what the, the deal is. Yeah. The simplicity of that show was, regardless of the message that, that they are obviously... <laughs> you know, that, that is, that is woven into the DNA of it. And I would never begrudge the show for it is that it was an escape show, right? You were exploring this bizarre world through the eyes of June. It's a brutal, awful, disgusting world. Uh, fascinating nonetheless, because we are constantly in our heads thinking about exactly how likely it is that we would be here. How, what is alien? What is, 
uh, familiar, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You can only keep her there for so long unless you start on some level making her complicit with at least a part of Gilead. So I can understand what this is five seasons in. Yeah. That five, now five. you kind of have to you have to get her out. Uh my question is how many versions of her do we need to get out? Let me uh, a spoiler alert for uh, a handmaid's tale, but trust me, if you watch the episodes, it's not like this is gonna make any more sense. Uh here are the episodes that I as I was texting Scott last night so far. She was running a terrorist organization. Then she went to Guantanamo Bay. Then she joined a gang. Then she almost ruined Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. And now she's just kind of hanging out. And I will say that Canada is very accurately depicted in the show. Very boring and obsessed with what's happening in America. Uh, that is that is pretty much nothing really happens in Canada except for uh, a bunch of people that used to be in America saying, man, I wonder what's happening in America right now. Yeah. Sorry. It, it, I apologize for this. My wife is sneaking behind me because she's giving me my shot that I get on Mondays normally. Oh. <laughs> I apologize. It just happened. Right here just live on the show. It's going to hurt. Are you in? Oh, jeez. Oh, Are you in now? <laughs> Holy shit. That would hurt. All right. We're good. It's because I'm. That, I mean, I I'm not. I you have, you have not sent me your video, so I cannot see you on my. <laughs> you monitor. can only imagine. Uh, but I can only hear, and that was an auditory experience. My <laughs> Thanks, son. Feast for the years. Well, the, the the video just is what you'd expect, except you've got Kim peeking around from the side of Scott, <laughs> down at the very bottom of frame. I guess she's got to go somewhere. And so she had to hurry up and do it because yeah. she's the only one that can aim right when it sure. needs to go on my butt cheek. The All gift, right. the gift for the audience is Scott Johnson saying, "Are you in? Are you yeah. in? Watch yeah. that hurt." <laughs> I say everything I say, I regret. Um, all right, hey Justin, fantastic. Well, I hope the rest of the season just completely redeems it for you, and uh, that we can have you back next week to talk more. It's not a great season. I'm still watching it. My yeah. wife, my wife and I, I don't know. Sometimes they just like to pick apart shows yeah, because um, you're into I'm it. miserable and I want to bring everybody else down to my level. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Uh, anything else this week going on you want to tell folks about? Uh, yeah, we have a, a, a great interview that I just recorded with Andrew Heaton of the political orphanage. That's going to be on the PX three episode about the idea. You guys remember this. I'm sure you do. Uh, uh, the old archetype in politics that there used to be the old cranky fiscal hawk. Yeah. You know, usually an old person, and they would say things like, inflation is a death sentence for our grandchildren and stuff like that. And they used to kind of be on both sides of the aisle. There there was there was at least an element of it, if not maybe that one guy. He was that guy was maybe always a Republican, but there was certainly an element of it that happened. It happened on both sides of the aisle, and it's kind of totally gone now. And so we take a sort of a meta uh, a look at, you know, the the life cycle of the fiscal hawk and whether or not that kind of messaging would ever uh, uh, come back around without a horrifying financial collapse. And then at the end, we we, we brainstorm new branding for the for the hashtag TikTok generation. How do you rebrand that idea? Which wow. is pretty funny. That sounds all right. Uh well you can catch that and everything else that Justin's got going on. So go check it out. Justin yeah. Robert Politics, Young. Politics, politics. There you I go. like to eat. Whoop wrong one. Sorry. The jury will now retire. Here it goes. I hit the wrong one. 
I mean, I like to eat too. Was it though? I don't know if it was the wrong one. Yeah, maybe not. After a day of Brian eating balls and me getting a shot in the middle of the show. (laughs) (coughs) Man. All right. Uh, Hey, well done. Now time for a Monday morning, Tuesday morning mashup. Yes. Because usually we do it Monday. We weren't here yesterday. So we do it today to make up for it. Uh, This thing's called Nervous Squirt. All right. Just let that swash around in your brain a little bit as I hit play. Japanese. Sorry. Japalino Jickups. (laughs) Jalapeno, let me do that again. Jalapeno Jickups. What? <laughs> oh, the word dick is oh. so satisfying sometimes. It is, yeah. Don't Just, be a dick. Don't be such a dick. You dick. Dick. I yeah, look at this so, guy. Yeah. This guy so, knows how to work a noodle. Good lord. Is it A, infants? B, real infants. human skulls? Infants. I've seen this statue, and he's naked. He has a wiener out. Infants. <laughs> I'm just trying to be <laughs> naked here. What's this? What are all these kids doing? Oh, my God. Scott's going to love this I thing. thought I would, too. And I think it's the length. I think it's just so... Hmm. Which is weird, because I actually really like a long, like, uh, you know... Yeah. Don't let your Nicole... <laughs> your Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> don't let your niche internet fame turn you into a dick. Well, they have lots of guns down there, so I bet they have tasers, too. I'd buy a taser and zap you every time you did it. Bet I'd only have to do it once. I don't use drugs. eh? Please, guys, don't say that. Really, no cocaine, he says. Boink, what the frick? Gibraltar is living one... Gibraltar is giving 110%. When this goes through FEC approval, here are the two rules they're going to have. SEC, yes. What I say? FEC? I didn't mean that. Yeah, Federal Election Commission probably won't have much to say. (laughs) Good point. I could have said FDC, and that I don't even know where I'd be then. FTC would possibly be applicable. Could have said FDP, and then I'd have to worry about files. I could have said OPP. I could have said OPP. I'm not down with that one, Uh, Yeah, I'm not Mm, down with OPP. Boy, am I glad I'm not allergic to vibrations, says Claire Gack. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Mm, <laughs> I'm thinking about it too much. Testicle or testicle. Period, period, period. I don't know why I said testicle. Oh, there was something about kicking somebody in there. Kicking Randy, yeah, in, the kick Randy in the testicle. Yeah. I was looking at it right when I said it. Did you do squid? Oh, squid ink. Yeah. Oh, that's so... I don't have the guts to do it. It's got such a light flavor. You'd, you'd be fine with it. Oh, but it's the nervous squirt of a freaking squid. It's a squid going, oh, shit! And then leaving the ink. <laughs> My high school uh, wrestling nickname was uh, Nervous Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, also your finishing move. Yeah. Just shoot a bunch of ink and then swim away. Yep, there you go. That still grosses me out, dude. Still grosses the me nervous, out. The nervous squirt. Nervous squid squirt. Squid ink is just, I, I'm never eating You'll it. You'll have to try it. You'll have to try it. Oh, and that Tina voice is so good. <laughs> so good. She heard that, right? The look she... I get from her when I do that voice is uh, priceless. <laughs> it's pretty great. Don't be, when you guys meet her ever, if you've never met her before and you meet Tina for the first time and she doesn't sound like that, don't be shocked because yeah. she doesn't sound yeah. at all like that. But Brian. Not, not even a tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what that deal is. All right. Oh, my bum kind of hurts. She got me right in the meat. <sighs> well, that's where you want it. Ugh. I usually get these on Monday. We forgot yesterday because it felt like a holiday or it felt like a Saturday. All right. Um, we're going to take our leave. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. A reminder that tonight at 5 p.m. I'll be doing that uh, uh, live screen with John. We're playing uh, part three of uh, The Village, uh, Resident Evil business there. So yeah. 
Come check that out. In the meantime, if you're not a currently a Patreon supporter, you can become one now right here on the first of the month and get all the monthly benefits like right away. Just hop in and get it. Daily content that you can't get other ways and all sorts of other stuff. That's patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, for whatever else you're trying to do, contact us, submit song requests, whatever. Whatever it is, frogpants.com slash TMS. <sighs> okay, I think that's it. Uh, do you have a song? Let's do a song. I have a song. I have a song. By the way, um, the America's Next Top Pop, Pod, 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 America's Next Top Podcaster reunion show uh, will probably go up this afternoon or tomorrow morning, so keep an eye out for that. Find out what all of your favorite contestants from season three have been doing and uh, uh, and what's happened since the big finale. So uh, check that out on uh, americasnextstoppodcaster.com. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Uh, Justin O'Brien emailed in and said, actually he didn't email, he used the form, which I want all of you to do. Go to frogpants.com slash TMS and you'll find the uh, the, the link there to take you right to the song requestinator and fill that information out and, uh, and give me some requests. Nice. I've got, I've got enough for this week. Uh, I might need to pull from last month for next week if I don't get some new ones. So come on, make it happen. Get people. All right. Justin O'Brien wrote in said, hello, Brandy and Scotch, another trip around the sun. And I'm still standing. Thanks for all you do and love to the frog pants and diamond club family. Mm, very nice. Uh, yeah. You want, you, you want to request over on diamond club. You go do it over there. Okay, buddy. All right. This is a uh, TMS right <laughs> yeah. here. This is Tadpool. Yeah. Come on. You get lost. Can you read the signs? Get the H out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you see any floating uh, greater than less than symbols here? No, you don't. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, all right, just know Brian wants to hear any cover by me first in the Gimme Gimme's for his birthday. I can accommodate that. This one comes from 2014 and their album, Are We Not Men? We Are Diva, in which they cover a bunch of uh, uh, famous diva singers. This one, no exception, Paula Abdul. Here are me first in the Gimme Gimme's covering Straight Up. All right, let's play that. Before we go, though, this real quick for, for our listener. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Got a new birthday. Oh, show. wow, a new one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one from some old lady. Happy so. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy Ugh. birthday to you. Oh, my gosh. These people, they should get together. Get a room. All right. Uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Or not next week. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, everybody. Tomorrow we'll have uh, recommendals and Tom and all that stuff. So come back then. We'll see you yeah. then.
before would like to get my love caught in the slamming door How about some information, please? Straight up now, tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or am I caught in a hit and run? Straight up now, tell me, is it gonna be you and me together? Or are you just having fun? Straight up now, tell me This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Gasoline, por favor. Please. You give me gasoline for the gasoline.